0: We know fear and loneliness. Mercifully, we also know a sense of belonging and being loved. And these are two huge contrasts that come into focus at Pentecost. The disciples were afraid, they had locked themselves away. It seemed that Jesus was gone. And even though they were together in a room, I wonder if each one didn't feel surrounded by people that they no longer knew. Sort of like being odd man at a party where you do not know anyone else very well and loneliness is only intensified because everything is strange. We have those feelings. Sometimes it can seem that Others see my problems more than they see me. It's easy to think that other people live the Christian life better than I do. Why is it that it's so easy for us to sense our problems and our weaknesses and at the same time overlook our blessings and our strengths? God did not intend us to live alone in our own strength. You know, one of the first things that God says about his human creation was it was not good for the man to be alone. So before his death, when he was preparing his disciples for his absence, Jesus told them, I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. And yet it had to have been confusing to their ears because Jesus had also told them, It is good for you that I am going away. Then he explained, Unless I go away, the Comforter will not come to you. So we read the story of Pentecost and we see some of the power, we see the meaning of what Jesus has made possible. In his physical body, Jesus could only be with a few people at one time. In the Spirit, the presence of Jesus is available to everyone all the time. The Spirit is like the air around us, present and ready to be breathed in. And so through his death for us, Jesus makes it possible for us to breathe spiritually his death removes our sins his life gives us life now we read this story of the first Pentecost and maybe we wonder about those different manifestations even wonder about the different levels of intensity that we see in life in the spirit well again Here's a comparison. Think of two people. One is a baby, a newborn, weighing maybe seven pounds, just begun to breathe. And then here's a full grown man, maybe six feet tall, 190 pounds. The baby and the man are both healthy, they're both breathing properly. And so we could say that both are full of air, but what's the difference? It's the capacity of their lungs. Both are filled, and yet the man far more than the baby because his capacity is so much greater. The same thing is true of spiritual growth. A newborn babe in Christ is filled with the Spirit. So is a mature and godly Christian of many years. Filled with the Spirit. And the difference is the spiritual lung capacity. The life of the Spirit in the church means that there is a place and a purpose for every single person whose life is open to Jesus. This means that our fears and our loneliness and our personal inadequacies do not have to control our lives. You know, it's the devil that wants us to cower in fear because of our sins. Jesus forgives our sins. Our human weaknesses want to pull us away from others. We think we need to be self-reliant. We want to hide our sins and our faults so that we look good. But the Holy Spirit living in us is always saying, let me help you. And one way that the Spirit helps us is when we join our personal gifts to those of others so that we all are giving and receiving and learning the joy that we do not have to face the issues of life in our own wisdom and with our own strength. And so, just as Jesus did with those first disciples long ago, Jesus is here this morning to breathe on us and to say, receive the Holy Spirit. Believe that. Tell Jesus, yes, thank you. And every day, ask Jesus to make his spirit strong in you, and then instead of being fearful and lonely, know that you are loved. Know that you belong to the one who is stronger than sin and death.